From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be, right here, right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is a special edition of Powered Up Talk Radio. We are visual. We are here today with Fred Lanzetta in New York City and Lisa Transcendent Brown from Hawaii, and we're going to talk about everything and anything, wherever the spirit moves us. We're so excited to have you here today, Lisa. Can you tell our viewers and our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, well... I started very non. I started very linear. I started very we call it human. And I do um, very asleep and unconscious, and it kind of fell backwards into everything. It was the abrupt, harsh awakenings of, of being like thrust into this world that didn't make any sense. Um, I used. I did law enforcement, legal, computer, accounting, everything left brain. I live from my left brain. And when it's time to wake up, it's, it's like a dramatic shift to the right brain. <laughs> it like throws your whole world upside down and inside out. It's like, wait a minute. So, um, but for me, um, none of this was in my scope of awareness. Not one, one bit of it. I had no clue whatsoever. And, and so when it was time for me to wake up, basically for a lot of us who, who chose what we call the, the harsh awakenings, um, which is basically forcing your heart open forcing that connection that you didn't have before. Um, then it was basically removing everything from my reality that I was holding on to. So I didn't have anything to hold on to anymore. It's like, okay, no more. You don't get that or that or that because it becomes an excuse, if you will. So I didn't get any more excuses not to wake up. And so, um, but I went from working at, for an engineering company and in accounting and doing everything linear logical while I was trying to wake up unconsciously. There's an unconscious aspect of waking up and then there's a conscious aspect to waking up. And our roles here is to shift everybody into a conscious aspect of waking up because the unconscious route is, can be quite harsh. Beyond, I love beyond. how you said that, that, you know, there's the harsh wake-ups, because after doing years of radio interviews with people who have woken up, I'm like, yeah. isn't there a kinder, gentler way we can do this? Like, why do we have to crack open like an egg? That's why we do what we do, is to assist each person with choosing the conscious path, which is a much softer way. Um, it, it's not as abrupt um, but, and we can talk about that a little bit more, but basically the reason we all chose to go through the harshness was so that we could re-educate everybody and, and give them the information, if you will, um, that you don't have to do it that way unless you choose to do it that way. Um, if, if each person refuses to open their heart to do it the conscious way, then they get the other experience. And, and so basically it's, it's either a conscious or an unconscious choice. If somebody says, no, I don't want to do it that way, that doesn't fit into my reality, I want to do it my way, then they get the other, mm. the way I chose. Mine <laughs> <I> too. <laughs> How about you, Linda? How about you, Fred? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, my experience, I don't know, I think I'm doing it the conscious way, but my body must be telling me I'm doing it the other way because I'm experiencing a lot of changes in my body. You know, with medication that used to work and now it's not working or I need it or I'm having these crazy dreams. And Sandra and I, last night, we had dreams where we woke up in, during the night and felt like we were having a stroke. Yes. You know, I just, it was, it was very scary, actually. And, you know, and we both had it on the same night. So, and that happens quite often with us. So, you know, something's going on in the body that's happening. Body activating. What's, it's what's a light that? body activating and it scares the mess out of our human aspect. And, and so yes, something is going on. Each person is being brought into multidimensionality, which is an ascended aspect of their self and, and, and waking the, the, the part of this to understand is that there's more than one aspect of you. You're not just this human walking around in a human reality anymore. 
You are this beautiful divine soul that's here basically, if you will. And, and I explain it in words. I have to be a little bit more direct so they make sense. But basically, you don't get to be a limited human anymore. You have to become your soul. Well, the soul used to be something that floated around out there. We talked to spirit. We, we, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's about bringing it inside now. Well, your soul is pure light. Your soul is this beautiful. It, it, it's you as a light being. It's you as pure consciousness. But it doesn't get to float around outside anymore. You have to live as your higher self. Well, as, as you're waking up, it's going to scare your human because it's not going to make sense. These bodies were not built for multidimensionality. They have to completely reconfigure themselves. And it's through high vibrational photonic light. So when I started, I thought I was having a stroke too because photonic light is living, breathing, intelligent life form of yourself if that makes any sense it, it's this it's it, it's a it's bioelectric energy that basically activates your body and, and to move your body into a higher state of consciousness too so it, it's no longer about just meditating it's no longer about just being quiet for a little bit now we have to evolve our whole life to be aligned on a soul level. And in order to do that, we have to embody light. And the embodiment of light means that your physical body has to release everything that was unconscious inside, which is a massive, huge undertaking. Everything that was suppressed inside on a cellular level, everything that was in your body, your body has a template, your body has a grid work, your body has systems that, that um, when, when you said about medicines, medicines won't work anymore. Mm -hmm. They will stop working, and mine did too. And it scared me because I was taking 30 pills a day. I was deeply unconscious, very asleep, and, and dependent on these things to get through my day. Dependent on these things for my body, um, not understanding that what I was taking was suppressing my light. And, and so your light can't be suppressed anymore. Neither can everything that's been packed inside. Neither can all those fears. Neither can all those because the earth has raised its vibration high enough. That now every person walking the earth, their vibration has to raise. So that the body isn't dependent on anything. It, it actually functions on light, light energy. And that light energy actually repairs your body. That light energy actually fixes everything for you, if you will. But that light energy is only accessible when our heart is open. So each person, every time you close your heart, you disconnect from that energy. And, and, and what's happening is that if we disconnect, then something's going to happen to reconnect us. Right. Something's going to happen to get our heart back open. Something's going to happen because each one of us on a soul level, level came here to become fully conscious again, which means recognizing everything that's unconscious about how we live our lives. So, so, so in, go ahead, I have a question. So when this happens, you know, it's so abrupt and it's so jarring. And I, and it's funny because Linda and I, when we were talking on the way to the studio today, I said to her, you know, I've been really closed off lately. I've closed everything off. And, you know, I said, it just felt like, you know, like my veins were going to come out my neck, like, and I, you know, and it was pulsating and, you know, all these things. And, you know, we were talking about this and it's like, are we not allowed to close off and rest for a while? Like who's in control here? Well, okay. So, so there is a human aspect of you that functions from a place of fear and control. Okay. The ego aspect. Okay. And what this is, is we're going through a massive death of the ego on a collective level. Okay, the ego doesn't get to run the show anymore. So you on a higher dimensional plane of existence, you as a higher aspect of yourself, if you actually close your eyes and go deep inside, and this is about going deep inside, the place that we didn't want to go, the place we all avoided, the place that was uncomfortable, where all those feelings and stuff were, this is where everybody has to go. Okay. Um, so... It's about our connection inside. It's about staying connected. You can, you can, so, so your question is multifaceted. Every one of them are, okay? 
you get to pull away and disconnect from the outside world and take care of yourself, nurture yourself, love yourself, respect yourself, and give your body what it needs. You, you, you are supposed to pull away and honor the space that you need. There's a lot of alone time here. There's a lot of I have to be in nature. All the things that, that we didn't allow on a human level, that changes. Okay? Right. Everything changes here. What used to be a luxury or I didn't have time for becomes a necessity now. Yes. Okay? And, and so when you say, do we get to close off? No. In one aspect, you don't. You don't get to close your heart. Okay. You have to keep your heart open and pull away. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm not sure how that works, but I, but I get, you know, like I used to think my walk in the morning was a luxury walk. I live in Southern California. I walk in the park. I look at the mountains and I'm so connected. And that was like this luxury. And now I can't seem to do anything. And if I don't do it that day for whatever reason, it's like a physical pain. It will be. It will be because that's what your body needs to raise its vibration now. Your body has to raise its vibration. We suppressed and, and we, we ignored our bodies. We didn't listen to our bodies. We held on to all these judgments and these fears and these belief systems that we pushed inside. And now it, it's about reconnecting on a universal level. It's, it's reconnecting on a soul level. When you're out walking in nature, you can come to a place of clarity and peace. Right. But you can't achieve any other way. Yes. It, it becomes your starting point so that you can function from your highest place. Got it. And, and so your body will scream at you that it needs these things. Your body will say, and, and what, what happens is we used to live in a linear left brain reality where we had to do, have, we have to do this, we have to, and there's all these shoulds and have tos and judgments. And, and expectations and what happens is, is when we each person moving into basically a heart-centered reality but then it evolves from there first we have to get our heart open then we have to live from our heart and and, and when we open our heart fully then our higher mind consciousness comes online and so it's a, it's an evolutionary process that occurs to shift us out of living from our left brain okay okay so, so when you're out walking around in nature, you're not in your left brain unless you're focused on something and you're worrying or you're fear or something. You're basically connecting with your whole body. You're learning how to function differently. And this is about learning how to function completely differently than we did before. Every time you try to force yourself back into the old way of functioning, it's not going to work. It's basically pushing your body into a vibration. Okay. And your body is going to scream, no, I can't do that anymore. Your body is going to, it, it'll actually shut down and fight back, if you will, because your body has a consciousness too that has to evolve. What you're going through with these light activations, and they are powerful. They are off the charts and immense. For the human, they're intense, okay? But, but one thing that, that I learned early on, which was in the moment that these things occur, if you will completely disconnect from fear and go deep inside and just allow yourself to be, just allow yourself to be in it, breathe through it, do whatever you got to do to, to, to be fully present within your body and connected and just ask the question, am I okay? Okay. Yeah. Then, then your human aspect of you, and this is about understanding you have a human aspect, which is your ego. Okay. And you have a higher self aspect, and then it's going to be a bazillion aspects, but we're going to start with two, okay? Your higher self aspect of you, your deeply connected soul aspect, the deeper you go inside, the more expanded your consciousness becomes. Right. The deeper you go inside, the less the fear is there. Okay. And so when, when, when we have these experiences, then, it, then for us, it's to learn to go deeper, Go deeper inside and connect. Let it all fall away. Observe the fear. Honor the fear. Bring it up instead of trying to suppress it. And, and no, we don't even believe the fear. It's just an energy that was trapped in ourselves. It's just a mentality. It's just a belief. It's a story. It's, a story. it's an energy. 
It's fear, and, and that's why I tell people, replace your words. It's not fear, it's fear energy. It was trapped in your body. And in the moment that that light activates, which is the light of your soul, mm-hmm. in that moment, your soul is awakening more in your body and clearing the fear out because both can't reside in your body. The light of your soul is pure. The light of your soul, you don't have any fear. So the deeper you go inside, the more you can connect with that place and you can let the fear fall away. Bring the fear up, feel it fully. If you need to cry, you know, and it goes the same thing with anger. And I tell people, be very conscious about your releases. Intentionally release those programs. These are called programs. It's called separation from yourself as pure source light. That fear is your own separation. Well, it's got to go. You can't keep it anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Linda, Fred, do you guys have anything to add? I, I have a quick question. Lisa, when you first started this transition, if you can think back that far, and oh, you were going through these changes and you were scared, did you go to the doctor to have yourself checked out to make sure it wasn't a physical problem? Well, I lived, okay, so because I was so disconnected and so deep asleep, my whole body shut down, and I had organ failure, I had everything going on. I lived in the hospital and at the doctors trying to figure out what was wrong with me. When there was nothing wrong with me, my heart was closed and I lived in fear. I hear you. And so when when my light body started activating, my first response was I'm having a stroke. And I panicked and I walked around my room. That's why when you said it, I understood. (laughs) I walked around my bedroom crying and in complete fear and talking to myself. I'm not going to have a stroke. I'm not going to have a stroke. And I, I had to basically talk myself through it. I basically had to work all the fear out because there was an aspect of me that knew that I was okay. But then there was the rest of me at that point was like 98% human and 2% believed if that makes sense. And so the 98% of me was panicking and freaking out. But that little one or 2% of me knew I was okay and I had to get through it. And that's the part that we hold on to at that time. There, there comes there, the tricky part of this is that your soul awakening inside of your body, there's no doctor that can diagnose that. Right. Yeah. There, there, there are no explanations, if you will, on a medical level for what's going on. You don't know how many emails I get from people with, from medical stuff, doctors and all that stuff, understanding that this is all energy, but they don't know how to deal. Right. And, and the thing about this is, is this is an energetic existence. This is releasing the energy of basically what we call the lower dimensions. And it was trapped inside the body. The answer to your question was for me personally, I, the one good thing about this is that I always went extreme. Extreme is great for quantum. It's not great for a human level because we don't like surprises and we want to control everything. And so for me, the extreme way was to run my body in the ground until I, nothing worked anymore. And, and basically, the very last of them, right before I finally started going natural, I had to learn to go find natural alternatives to support my body that replaced everything that I was using to suppress. And it was my own personal conscious choice aligned with my own higher self. I would actually get up each day and say, what do I need to do? And I would get up and go to the health food store. And I would ask them, what could I get that would help me with this? And I started trying, it cost me a ridiculous amount of money to try all these different things to start to figure out. And I was in such excruciating pain because when your nerve centers start awakening, all that, all that emotional pain's coming up through physical pain. And so I had every condition known to man, literally, to the extreme, to where my blood went toxic, my organs were shutting down, I was in and out of the hospital, Everything was uncontrollable and nothing would actually help it anymore. So I got to the point where there was no other alternative, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, we were just talking about that last night. I said to Linda, you know, when I would get these things happening and I would get, you know, this terrible headache, it would feel like a band around my head, like a migraine. And my usual... And your neuropathways. Yep. 
And in my old technique was to down a bunch of Aleve, take some Tylenol, like drug myself up, but I would just feel dopey. It wouldn't take the pain away. But what I found years ago is if I will sit cross-legged on the floor of my bedroom and I sit completely still and I blank my mind, I kind of go into this, I call it seaweed. Like I go into the seaweed thing. And that's the only thing that works. I didn't buy it in a store. I didn't inject it or swallow it. And But it takes years to figure this stuff out. What works for you? It, it does. And, and each time it's not going to be the same thing. So, right. so our human aspect loves to say what one thing works. It's not one thing. It's all of them. You have to try every one of them until you get that one that works that time. And for a while, and I used to say, your ego knows, knows you because it is you. Your higher self knows you. It knows what you got to do. And so each time, is to, every moment is a test. Okay? Every moment is a test to see what you're going to choose. Are you going to let fear rule your reality and go back into trying to treat or fix something? Or are you going to open up and connect with your higher self soul and ask what supports my body and do the weird, bizarre thing that makes absolutely no linear logic? And I will tell you, everything's the reverse here. Everything's the opposite of what we all thought we knew. And it's basically throwing every belief system out the window and starting all over again from scratch. It really is. And it's basically stripping down those belief systems and then doing what feels right mm -hmm. with you and feels aligned for you inside. And, you know, for me, um, as I, the intensity that I chose was excruciating everything. And so to get on a human level, we fear pain. And so I actually had to stop fearing pain. We fear our emotions. I had to stop fearing my emotions right. and, and I didn't realize. And, and the thing about it is, is that fear is deeply embedded in the kidneys. Well, I was going through kidney failure and renal failure, you know, go figure. Cause I had that much fear suppressed. Um, and, and so reversing everything, liver, anger, you know, all of these addictions and all that kind of stuff where they're not addictions. It, it's the behavior that we're talking about obsessive and control and all of these things so when you reconnect inside it's a much softer experience it's more subtle it's actually quieter so you actually want to hear you actually have to go quiet in order to hear does that make sense yes and so for, like you said when you quieted your mind down peace is able to come back in mm -hmm. and when that peace comes in that's where you start from. That's where your answers are. That's where, that's where you can basically, you bring it all to zero points called zero point field and you function from this place of peace and you let the fear fall away. And so for you, in order to reach that state, you would basically stop everything and sit down and cross your legs and meditate and, and have to let everything fall away. Right. And, and basically, each one of us, the more masculine energy we are, the harder that is, which is why we have to, masculines have to move their body around. So we have to get up and walk around, or we drive the car, or we do dishes. We have to be moving because our, our mind is too strong, and we can't sit still long enough. Whereas feminine energy tends to be able to just sit right down. I never could meditate. I either sat down and fell asleep, which I didn't understand that falling asleep was raising my vibration and, and allowing me to connect. And, and so that's when I started understanding the really strong masculine energy has to sleep more. And so, because there's a ridiculous amount of sleep on this journey so that we, we actually sleep to wake up, which makes absolutely no sense in the beginning, but that's how the veils of amnesia lift. That's the foggy groggy that everybody's going through. That's where you integrate photonic light into your body. When you sleep, that's where you get access to the other dimensions at first when you sleep. And because it's all our, our consciousness is available to us when we get out of our head. As long as we're in the head, go ahead, sweetheart. Oh, I just wanted to say down to Fred, does that Fred, does this resonate with you? Yeah, completely. I mean, uh, the, the interesting or, or fun or funny thing for me is, you know, Linda and I were talking last week where I said I went to the grocery store and I've never bought red beets before. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I, you know, what I wanted was a big bucket of fried chicken with skin on it. But I went to the store and in front of the cashier was a giant display of these packages of red beads. Mm-hmm. And I went home with like all these packages of red beads and yep. ate them for like five days. And <laughs> Linda was like, well, but you, you made the right choice. I'm like, well, I wanted the chicken, but I knew <laughs> if I didn't buy the beets yeah. and with this giant display in front of me, and it was strange because when I was a kid, my dad liked them. I couldn't eat them that would actually gag. I physically couldn't eat them. Right. So I'm finding the synchronicity or coincidences so outlandish, like this giant display yeah. of something that I could never eat. Yeah. And, and I had to take home and I ate it and it, but I honored it even though it made no sense. It's not going to make this, this, this whole journey isn't going to make any logical linear sense. You basically have to go inside and talk to your higher self. You basically have to go inside of yourself and expand your consciousness beyond the physical and learn to connect because each person is, is establishing a new trust system, mm. a new relationship with themselves. But, but, and, and what happens is that when, okay, so Fred, I'm going to say to you, the the higher level of consciousness that we access and and function from, the more you get to see your whole physical reality is a program. Your whole physical reality is to show you. And, and when you start entering what we call the lucid dream, Mm -hmm. um, when we start to awaken, it gets a bit bizarre. And things will start to appear in your physical reality. So as humans, we call them synchronicities. And, and what was the other word you used? But um, I don't know. You used another Energy word. memory, deja vu. <laughs> yes. But the thing about it is, is, is that we start to understand that all of those things are placed there so that we can actually, they're, they're called signs. In the beginning, my universe, I can just call it my universe, which is me. But, but I didn't have a universe in the beginning. I'm, I'm, I didn't believe in any of this stuff. I was so, everything had to be, when we really start out, um, those of us who are really unconscious, if I couldn't touch it, it wasn't real. And, and so if I didn't have proof, which unfortunately for the human aspect, the more proof you require, the harsher the wake up is. Because you're saying, I don't want to believe, prove it to me. So basically the proof you get is, is, is rough. So we have to learn to quit trying to, to, to ask for proof because then that proof usually comes by way of a two by four. Or I used to call my 12 by 12s upside my head and I got tired of the 12 by 12s mm-hmm. upside my head and running into those brick walls and stuff. And basically it means that we've, we've, our heart has closed and we're not listening. Our heart has closed. We don't want to hear because higher consciousness existence will actually go against everything that we created on a human level, on an ego level. They're the opposite. And on a human ego level, we don't like higher consciousness. We will fight it with everything we've got because it, it, we view it as a threat, if you will. When, when it's not a threat, it's actually what we came here to remember. It's actually what we came here for. It's actually what all of us want from that highest, purest place inside of us, but our ego gets in the way and creates a fear-based reality around it because it doesn't conform to what we perceive reality to be. Wow. And, but when you actually look, that's the beauty of learning to decode your own matrix system. Just like Fred, when he's standing in the line and he saw the beats, that's a message from him, him as his universe, as his higher self saying, you need beats. And he felt it, but it didn't make any logical linear sense because he went there for something else. Well, one reality is an unconscious one and one is a conscious one. He chose the conscious one. When he saw the sign, he listened, mm-hmm. which is how this works. If each one of us will open up in the beginning for me, my universe would say, pay attention to the signs, pay attention to everything, literally the signs you pass on the road. And, and when I started actually paying attention to everything, it was this weird, bizarre experience. In the beginning, it's like a, it'll actually turn into like a, a weird lucid dream because you're actually bringing the higher dimensions into the physical, which is lucid dreamy and kind of, it, it becomes even like a psych- psychedelic trip, if you will. It gets trippy and weird. 
And it challenges everything that our human thinks reality is because all of a sudden you're paying attention to these invisible realities that make absolutely no logical sense whatsoever. But the pioneer, when you first started, was there anybody that you could share this with? Was there anybody that could help you? I mean, you were just there all by yourself. Yes, and, and I became one of the pioneers of multidimensionality where, where basically we had to be okay with being the crazy, bizarre people because <laughs> multidimensionality is bizarre it, it, to our human aspect. What's funny, though, is the higher we vibrate, if you will, and it's not a higher lower that somebody's lower. It, it, it's a vibrational thing. It, it's feeling vibrations. It, it's, back, it's sensing vibrations. It's tuning in to different vibrations and feeling what's highest aligned, what, what feels pure, what, what's in alignment on a soul level versus what, what is ego created and, and self-preservation and survival mode. But when I started out, no, I actually had the opposite. I had everything that was unethical. I had everything that was not pure in my face to push me um, and accept. I, I took an energy class and my, my teacher, um, she came from this purest place of love. And it was the first time I'd ever been exposed to love without judgment. And I was going through the heaviest part of my dark night. And I don't like dark night of the soul. I call it dark night of the ego because our soul is pure. And once we come to connect on a soul level, then it's our ego that's not. And, and so changing every word we use is really important because it lends to a state of consciousness. It lends to a belief system. And so we actually have to change every word. We don't, we don't use the old words anymore. It takes a lot more words to explain what's simple. Um, but no, I didn't have, and, and when my universe, my, my, you actually go inside and you listen to the voices and you get to discern which voice is talking to you and your higher self is going to be subtle and soft. It's not going to, after a while, it'll start yelling at you because it, <laughs> you can take it. But in the beginning, we actually have to get quiet enough to hear the soft, subtle voices, if you will. Because photonic light distorts and it makes everything scream really loud. And, and so the distortions will be really loud and, and in our face so that we can actually see them and hear them. But in the beginning, the, the choice to, to actually listen and, and pull away. And, and what I started learning was if I started wearing earplugs, I could start hearing, I, I could start hearing the, the whole universe. I could hear the plant. I can hear the planets. I can hear gamma rays. Right now, there's a thousand frequencies going, and I can hear all of them. And I know what the moon sounds like. I know. I know every frequency, what it does to the body. Well, I started wearing earplugs to shut the outside world out, so that I could actually hear the universe, my universe. And each one of us, technically, our individual universe is walking around, but each person has to expand to become their own universe again. And in order to be expand to become your whole universe, you basically have to shut the whole world out in whatever capacity that means for you. Um, the reason we love alo alone time so much is that's when you're able to connect on a soul level. That's where everything's pure. That's where everything is easy. And then we have to learn how to function all over again. Mm -hmm. And so the answer to that question is no, I didn't in a way because I was meant to be the way shower. And a way shower isn't sitting around waiting for anybody else to, to do anything. We do it first and then we share the information. And each one of us are way showers technically. It, it's who's ready to step into that role. Each one of us is gatekeepers. Each one of us is all of these things. We're the frequency holders of new earth. We hold the highest vibration of consciousness through our presence and our essence and how we live our lives in every capacity. Everything in our world is aligned with higher consciousness. But each one of us have to do it ourselves. If that makes, there's nobody that can do this for us. Right. We we have to choose. Well, if we don't choose consciousness, then we take the unconscious route. Mm -hmm. The unconscious route is harsher, and it's I call it the scenic route because you're going to go the long way to get to where you're going to end up anyway. You might as well just go for it, <laughs> all in. <laughs> and, and once I started understanding, I went all in. 
and, and it takes a brave heart, a lot of courage to basically throw everything out you once knew and let completely go and basically surrender your ego to your higher self you. And so it was basically, I call it conscious full surrender. And you basically consciously surrender your lower aspect. You basically surrender your ego to your higher aspect and you listen to your higher self instead of your ego self. You don't let your ego run the show anymore. It's going to be hard because it means you're going to go against everything you thought was real. You're going to go against everything you created that wasn't aligned, but we're not allowed to anymore come from our lower aspects or we have a rough ride. Now that we've been doing this for years, then those who have been in body and light for years, those who have been doing this, it's very easy. It's not complicated. Their, their lives are not collapsing and fall out of part anymore because they've already gone through the collapse. Mm-hmm. They've already gone through the collapse of their ego and it structures on a molecular level. It structures on a cellular level that are held in our body. We basically have to collapse those structures inside of us mm-hmm. on a cellular level. Well, that's what happens every time we have an emotional anything. Right. All those emotions represent linear belief systems. They represent lower vibrational something. They represent an unconscious program that we were holding inside. We're going really high frequency wise. Um, yesterday was off the charts too. Um, this is a process of basically learning to pay attention. It's about getting really present within yourself. It's about getting really connected within yourself. And the challenge is living from that place. The challenge, if you will, is not your, but but this is the cool part. The challenge is only for your ego because when you're coming from your purest place, there's no challenge. Right. But the rough is our ego. And, And once we start to understand if you're facing anything that's challenging, then you're dealing with an ego reality that is there for each one of us to dissolve and resolve. And bring it into love. This isn't about a battle anymore. But when we live in duality, it is. Yes. It's about transcending duality and, and moving into a place of unity, purity, consciousness within ourselves. So that that's where we function from. It's where you live as your highest state of consciousness as love in everything that you do. And no longer accepting, tolerating, participating in because it's basically what you allow is the experience you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And it's choosing. What, what are you going to allow in every moment? And it is an every moment thing. In every moment, we have to be conscious. In every moment, we have to choose. In every moment, or we have an unconscious experience. Right. When it comes to the physical body, though, it, it's a bit tricky. Because your body is evolving on a molecular and a DNA and a cellular level, whether you are conscious of it or not. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is that your body is waking up. It's, it's high vibrational photonic light running through your body and stimulating all of those centers, all of those places in your body that was suppressing and holding an unconscious program so it can release. And so the first thing that starts releasing is fear, judgment, all of these things that kept us separated from ourself, from, from a level of purity inside of ourself. Mm-hmm. So when, when our body starts doing weird things, our human aspect will go to fear. Our human aspect will want to try to control it instead of just letting go, let go fall completely into it and trust this this the tricky part of this is that we on a human level we don't trust anything that we can't control right oh yes (laughs) believe me take it from a previous control freak okay (laughs) obsessive compulsive control freak i had a lot to go through on my own journey here in that moment of being present, you actually have to consciously choose to trust, mm-hmm. choose to listen, choose to let go of the need to control it and know that your body is doing exactly what it needs to raise its level of consciousness for you. And, and just 
we, I called it telepathic communication with my body. I would start talking to my body. Mm -hmm. And you basically communicate and you listen to your body. What does it need right now? Well, it'll tell you I want to go to sleep and your human aspect will be running around, but I don't have time and I got to do this and I got to do that. And your body's screaming, I need to go to sleep. Do you see how much we interfere on a human level with this whole process? Sure. But I have to keep this appointment, but I have to keep that appointment. We actually have to learn to let a lot of that stuff go because it's our ego, if you will, our separate ego, separation, unconsciousness, program. They're all the same thing. They're just different words. It doesn't really matter which word you use. It's the one that you identify with so that you can understand. Okay. To be fully conscious means to fully listen and to really, truly want to know. No matter how much it challenges what you believe, no matter how much it challenges your comfort level. Becoming conscious on a human level isn't comfortable. No. The kind of discomfort you got coming up. And it's about getting okay with all that and understanding that it's going to be a lot easier if you surrender your ego to a process that it's not going to get to understand. Right. Your ego is not going to understand any of this, but on a deep soul level, you do, you do know you're okay. So when you guys were going through that experience last night, somewhere deep inside of you, you did know you were okay. Absolutely. That's the place you have to choose to go. Every time the weird starts, if you're not, you'll know. Mm -hmm. if, if inside, not your fear-based you, but if your deepest, purest place of you says get to the hospital, you get up and go to the hospital because you know you need to go to the hospital, but you're not, it's not a panic mm -hmm. place. It's a knowing place. Mm -hmm. And it, it's basically listening because none of this is happening to us. It's happening for us. Right. But our, our ego loves to play in the game of lack and less and fear. And it's basically understanding the ego game. Right. And, and basically saying, I'm not going to play the ego game anymore. I'm going to connect inside. I'm going to listen. No matter what my head tries to say, you got to go to that knowing place. Mm -hmm. And each one of us do have it. It's just that... The more you do this, the more that knowing starts to, to dictate your reality. And, and the funny part is that inner knowing, there's no physical proof. That inner knowing is your connection with higher dimensional realms. That inner knowing is your connection on a soul level for realities that have already occurred. Mm -hmm. You know these things, but you might not be able to explain it. And the one thing is we don't try to explain things to people. That matter. It doesn't not, matter. It's not our job to explain it. It's each's job to go inside and figure it out. Now, those of us who do what we do, we've already been there. We have access on a universal level, on a cosmic level, on a galactic level, all of these different levels to all of this information because it's light encoded data that is released in your cells when you hold light. So the more light you hold, the more connected you are on a soul level, the more information is your higher intelligence so that basically obliterates your lower ego intelligence. Our ego aspect basically is ignorant. Mm -hmm. And once we start to understand that our ego doesn't know anything at all, then it's basically going through your heart intelligence, which will activate um, your crystalline light body, which is your Christed consciousness, which is much higher state of consciousness. Uh, if you're ascended, place it's you as a sovereign master being where you start to understand everything on an energetic level this is about the energy of everything so the place the words it's fear energy oh well let me release the fear energy if you change the words and make it about energy and vibration it'll make a whole lot more sense does that vibration feel right to you well no it doesn't then why are you doing it and it's actually being really blatantly honest with yourself, too. You have to basically take the blinders off and stop lying to yourself. Sure. And, and so, okay, I'm going to stop for a moment. I know I've been talking. Oh, okay, we're just about to wrap up to the end of the show. I wanted to oh. give Lisa or Fred um, an opportunity to ask any questions before we, we say goodbye. I have a question. I've got, I've got a million questions. I could, you know, I could be here for, for, four, for four weeks. But now, when you go through this evolution yes. that we're going through now and that you've gone through and are still going through, do you take that with you 
Or do yeah. you have to come back and repeat all of this the next time around? Are you talking about in this existence? Yes. Okay. If we, if we come back, are we taking all of all of this new DNA, all of this new genetic codes and stuff with us so that when we do come back, if we choose to come back, it, it's already coded? Come back. Come back to what? Come back, come back to... Well, you know, if you pass on and come back to an, a new life... Like reincarnate? Reincarnation. You don't pass on anymore. That's where... Okay. This is... Okay. The physical body ascension means that you are going to ascend to your higher state of consciousness with your body. You're bringing your body with you. You don't die. You transcend death. Death was an ego thing. So as long as we remain separate, then the light of our soul can't integrate into our body. So the body dies. It's the light of our soul that keeps our body alive. So transcending human physical death. And I know it's mind blowing. Our human sitting around the linear brain is going, what? <laughs> because none of this makes logical sense. You basically will go through an ego death on every level, though, in order to transcend death, physical death. Because the ego dies in your body, and the ego is what was killing your body, if that makes sense. The ego is separation from pure source light. The ego is the separation from consciousness. Well, con your body's trying to become conscious. That's what your light body is. Light body is your soul body. Your soul body will basically, I'm using words here to, to create a picture, move into your body and take over which is why medications and stuff like that don't work anymore is because they interfere with your soul body integrating into your physical body for physical death to no longer occur. Okay. Your, your body becomes vibrant and thriving and regenerates itself and starts looking younger. And, and, and there are all of these things, all of those unconscious things age your body because the, the unconscious human lives within the separation of time. Well, we don't live within that separation anymore. All time is, is infinite and, and function from this place right here. No time exists for us. When you function from this place, linear time doesn't exist. Everything is vibrational. So what will happen is all linear constructs will fall away and it'll be replaced with a vibrational existence. Well, vibrational existence is thriving and joy and happiness and the body is functions on those things. And when your body is happy and supported, then it's not going through anything that's killing off the body anymore. Does this make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I gotta be honest, Lisa, if I had heard this even a year ago, I would think you're completely off the wall. And now you are the only one that I listen to because it makes perfect sense to me. This is physical body ascension where your body, is, all of you merges as one body of light. Your physical body wasn't light before though and it can't handle the amount of light. All those electrical currents you guys are feeling, that's light. That's the light of your soul. That's your soul body. It's called your light body. And everybody on earth has been activated to a light body. They just don't understand what light does to the physical body, which is why we do what we do. We're all bringing all this ancient knowledge forth from all of our existences, but we don't exist in other times anymore. They're all simultaneous right here. So we can access all of that information. The more light you hold, the more, more intelligence you hold because you're holding the intelligence of all of your existences from within your physical vessel. Does this make sense? Uh, yeah. So, so it, it's this, it's, it's immense connection. It's very sacred though. It's a deep sacred connection. Your higher consciousness, your higher self becomes your new best friend so that you, you listen to your higher self. It guides you and that's your control. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. So the, our whole reality changes where we function from changes. We have to function with our heart wide open and deeply connected again. And that's what's going on right now on earth is all of humanity has to wake up. We don't get to, to run unconscious programs anymore. That's what killed earth. Right. That's what kill. That's, that's what kills. And, and so basically this is about life. This is about sustaining a higher vibrational earth. And each one of us gets to access that higher vibrational earth from inside of us. It's called new earth. 
And it's a higher consciousness earth that exists through, through how we live our life. And, and those of us who have awakened new earth from inside of us, it's creation. It's conscious creation, intentional and all aligned with higher consciousness love. And so our realities are amazing. Mm-hmm. Our realities are not lacking in any way because we don't come from that lack or that separation inside. But this is what each person on earth now has to do in order to sustain life now. And, and the only way that I can explain this is that each person doesn't understand until, until you embody your higher self until you embody the whole universe inside. And that's a huge undertaking. Then you can't on a human level, understand that you walk on a multidimensional earth, that you're not in just one dimension anymore. 2012 blew the gateways wide open for physical body ascension to occur. Now each person has to do the inner work because it's inner to outside world now. It's not an outer world dictates. It's an inner world dictates. And you have to bring all of that from the inside out. And that's a full-time job. I mean, seriously, you guys are seeing how much of your presence, Mm -hmm. how much of your attention it's taking for all of this, right? Absolutely. All of it. Absolutely. Lisa, I want to thank you for being our guest today. People can find out more about you by going to awakeningtorememberingcom Is there anything else you'd like to share quickly before we wrap it up? Just, just, just open up, open up guys, open up, embrace, 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 just, just bring it all in and be ready and be willing to do whatever it takes to bring your higher consciousness from within you. It's really important because it, it'll be an easier ride. Flood your consciousness. Flood, get obsessed with higher consciousness because it'll actually catapult and expedite everything in a much easier way. Well, thank you, Lisa Transcendent Brown. I'd like to thank Linda Franklin, my wonderful co-host, Fred Lanzetta coming to us from New York City. You guys, thank you so much. We'll catch you again next week. Thank you for being with us on Powered Up Talk Radio. We hope you'll join us again find your purpose and discover that what you are capable of achieving is a glorious gift. Powered Up Talk Radio is a production of Beck Multimedia.